Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. This is J.C. Hall sitting in for Chris Ann. Uh, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show Daily Journal. I am not Chris Ann Hall, uh, but I am J.C. Hall, the husband of Chris Ann Hall. And she is uh, in Texas today, going to be teaching in Granbury and uh, various places. So I encourage you to go to chrisannhall.com, check out the calendar and find out where she's going to be, and um, you can get plugged into that. All right, got a special guest interview today. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the interview yesterday with Olga from the former Soviet Union. Got to tell you about her experiences growing up in communism and uh, the things she sees going on today. And as she repeated one thing we've said many, many times, that Folks from former, former, uh, formerly communist bloc countries, they get it. They see it. And as you heard, Olga said, people here, they don't see it and because we're not taught our history. I've said for the longest time, uh, I think even more than uh, more than we need to learn American history, we need to learn Soviet history because that's really what's going down in America today. And uh, so many people are missing it. I just gave a presentation, by the way, uh, here in Florida, in Port St. Lucie, on socialism and combating socialism and what's going on today. Going to have that video up pretty soon. Just going to share it with everybody. Was going to make it part of Liberty First University, where you know the students, only the members would get that. Going to going to uh, going to share that uh, with everybody, I think. And um, you can go on Liberty First University, and and uh, there'll be the the longer course, the more in-depth course, socialism, but wanted to get this out. People need to see it and I uh, won't give you the ability to share it. So you've heard us talk about our friend Bernie Thompson lives over in the Panama City area, rocking it out. Um, he's a longtime friend. And I'm going to pull up. Let's see. Where am I? I'm going to share. I'm going to share a screen here. Right there and let you see that so the bernie thompson show uh his facebook page you can go check that out the bernie thompson show and uh bernie there welcome back man yeah thanks for having me jc so so glad to be here yeah we did uh we did an interview some time ago i don't know it's been over a year probably now um and we were we were wrestling with technology at that time I think we got this thing in a lot better, lot better, better position now. It's going to be a good interview, and I don't think we'll have any glitches. We're going to have a good time. But int- introduce yourself to the people that people that don't know you. A lot of folks have heard us mention you and talk about a little bit about some of the th- stuff you do over there, making a local impact. But uh, we've known each other for quite some time. You've been at this thing for a long time. You you are a professional journalist. Uh, that's what I say, but yeah. the local politicians say that I'm not. <laughs> so but I'm a watchdog journalist. But you literally have a degree yeah. in journalism. Yeah. Right? I have a master's degree um, in journalism uh, from one of the most prestigious schools, USC in Los Angeles. I'm real yeah. proud of it. Um, but I'm a, I consider myself a watchdog journalist. I've been a uh, talk radio host for, gosh, more than uh, a dozen years. But I have switched my focus um, because rather than commenting on national politics, I've decided to really focus on uh, local corruption. And it's making a big difference. I'm a former Air Force captain. 
um, uh, father of uh, two beautiful daughters and uh, one ugly one. But uh, <laughs> I only have two. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, I just care a lot. I just worry a lot what's going on. And uh, it's my belief that we can make a bigger difference um, on local politics. You know, we see these people in the stores. Um, I can't do a thing, unfortunately, about um, Joe Biden or Donald Trump or any of that. I, I can do very little um, when it comes to state politics, but local politics, we can make the ground rumble under City Hall, JC. Yeah, you know, and what's interesting about that, and we try to teach the students here at um, River School of Government, uh, and I think we heard, um, we had uh, folks from a leadership institute come and train Morton Blackwell's Leadership Institute. And, you know, they emphasized this and repeated this. Uh, just heard it again the other day. But the, the local local politics, right, to the extent you can affect state politics, local politics is that training ground. So, you know, if you can you can kind of affect the local and then at the same time, you know, if you can incorporate encouraging others, training others, get them in there, you you, you find somebody that's a principled, effective uh, representative for you on the local level, then you, you know, that person can go to the state level and make a difference there, you know, and you, you begin to build that network again. We've, I think we've become so unplugged, um, so disconnected locally, state and so on that, you know, the ordinary people don't have that network. We've let the special interests build their networks. And uh, while, while we've really become detached and, we find ourselves, it's almost like we find ourselves uh, at the ground level again, rebuilding this thing from the ground up, trying to get back in. And uh, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited seeing what uh, what you're doing, because, you know, locally can be that backstop uh, against the state and the federal tyranny that trickles down. You know, the state's the backstop of the federal government and the control at the same time. And then the locals kind of that backstop oftentimes uh for the state if you have principled people um then they can they can stand up against the overreach but first what seems to be the case more often than not you you have to clean it up you got to target yeah. the corruption man our yeah. local governments are so good old boy systems and that's what you're doing over there uh give us give us a little kind of flashback catch up on yeah, some of the some of the fun you had with the previous regime where you are. Yeah, yeah this is exciting stuff. Well, you know, I, I like a lot of us. I've been just you know worried sick uh, about the state of you know these United States, um, right? Where one side wants to eradicate the other side. Now they've got my attention, so I've had to talk a lot about uh, national stuff a, a lot more in the last couple of weeks. But you know, it it, it hit me kind of like uh, Chris Ann talks about. You know, God may nudge her and whisper uh, something to her. And so this is what I thought of two weeks ago um, that maybe we all could do as we're trying to figure this out. I asked myself, what should I do that I could do to make the biggest impact? Mm -hmm. right? What should I do that I could do to make the biggest impact? Well, on the national scene, I think that we need to to really um, study and, and consider and figure out what exactly is really happening. So we need yes. to seek understanding first, right? And then come up with a good strategy in how to do what God put us here to do. And that is to defend liberty. Um, so, but locally, uh, here's here's what we did uh, over the last five years. Um, I focused on Panama City Beach, which is where I live. And uh, there was a city council 
that came in with a mayor and uh, city council members that began attacking private property. They actually shut down uh, the scooter rental business. Uh, they would target their critics. Um, they would target their neighbors. They would target their business competitors with code enforcement. And uh, they would pass all of these local ordinances and then exempt themselves from it. So I considered myself, JC, sort of like the people's code enforcer. Right. So, <laughs> so we all know, you know, what we can do uh, as, as good citizens, right? We can write letters to the editor. Um, we can vote. Uh, we can do these things. But as you both of you point out, voting is, is not designed to check your government. That's, that's not the point. That's, that's, that's not its only purpose. And it's certainly not the biggest purpose. So what I decided to do, um, as I considered George Washington, when he said, um, assert your rights or accept every imposition imposed upon you, heaped upon you. And so I decided what I would do is pick the, the two or three most corrupt and biggest bullies in local government. And I would make them hate going to every meeting. So five years ago, I went to every single meeting and I would sit right in the front row and I would videotape them and I would go make comments. And as soon as I got out of there, I would make a video and I would highlight them not following their own rules. It got to the point where uh, they were so corrupt, I began to nickname them. Uh, the mayor was Mike Pay to Play Thomas. So the whole mm -hmm. town began calling him Pay to Play. It drove him crazy. He was looked like Boss Hog. And, um, <laughs> and two of them sued me. Uh, for defamation. Well, what I discovered was discovery is a beautiful thing. Um, and so I dragged uh, one of the councilmen who sued me for defamation. I dragged him into this, into a deposition and I put a video camera on him and I was my own lawyer. And I asked him all the questions that they wouldn't answer under oath on video. And I made him a YouTube sensation. <laughs> you saw these. Now I cannot get both of them dropped the lawsuits. They didn't want any more of that. Uh, because they were lying and I was telling the truth, but they thought they would run me out. They thought they would smash me and they can. And JC, you know, they can destroy us any day of the week. But the problem is with me, they got to do it every day and, mm -hmm. and they got to do it on the weekends. Uh, when they get out of church and come home, I'm going to lampoon them again. And I'm going to, because by the way, I've, I've, I've learned this too, that politicians can handle being criticized, but what they absolutely cannot tolerate JC is being ridiculed and lampooned. And that, by the way, is an American journalistic tradition. Remember, right. under the big umbrella of journalism, you've got uh, a straight news reporting, you've got opinion writing, and you've got political cartoons. And memes are the modern day political cartoons. Well, mm -hmm. I did this every single day and dared the mayor to sue me because I knew he had pay to play deals. Just give me discovery power. Give me subpoena power. They won't sue me. So bottom line is their lives were so miserable as public officials, that the mayor of Panama City Beach and the councilman who said he was a federal law enforcement officer and wasn't, they both decided they didn't want anymore. They The one guy moved back to Texas, the other guys at his diner, they don't want any more to do with politics. So, so now, you made him tap out. Yeah, yeah. I figure <laughs> there is another thing the, we can do. The Bernie Thompson rear naked choke. And it, I'll tell you, you, I go to the meetings and I feel like a long tail cat in a room full of rocking chairs, but you saw it, JC. I was always, I'm a former military guy, so I went with my facts. I looked like a prosecuting attorney because I asked them questions I already knew the answers to. I, I made public record requests like crazy. And that is the way I was able to prosecute my case against them for violating the laws that they passed. But it takes a, it takes a hell of a lot of consistency 
and uh, encourage, quite frankly, because they just they'll beat you up. They'll destroy it. Yeah. People who advertise get phone calls and visits from code enforcement. But you've got to be determined. We don't have to storm the beaches of Normandy. We only have to do this. Man, and, and you were every day just just nonstop. <laughs> I love when you you know you started putting out the videos and embarrassing these guys and you know putting them on blast. And you 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 bought this really obnoxious, gigantic uh, I'll be right phone back. holder. Yeah. <laughs> You still have that thing. Okay, he's he's gonna get this. So so this thing was very visible. Yeah. So you had your so you had your phone mount, your camera mounted on that, phone mounted on that. Like it was that you could see that from a mile away. And you trained these guys like Pavlov's dog. So they would see that coming out and start start shaking like a little chihuahua. I'm I'm big on props. Um, so I would walk in with this very obnoxious looking thing. Ah, there it is. <laughs> and it's just a stabilizer. But I'll tell you what, I walk in with this and I called it the object of fear because as soon as it came out, the shoulders all went up. Well, now I've got a new uh, prop that I bring in. Uh, I walk in with my magnifying glass, Jason, <laughs> and I take pictures behind their desks, uh, behind the the the, the, the you know, where they sit and do the meetings. I take right. pictures and I post it and I say, I'm looking for the evidence. <laughs> yeah. But here's one thing I need to point out. This is, and this is important. I live by this motto, you know, because we say I ridicule them, but I never pick on a little guy, only mm -hmm. big people. And they're, they're pretty big. And then again, I only, I only pick on big people who are bullies, who, who, who abuse the public trust, who steal from us, uh, who who spy on us and pretend to be uh, public servants. So it, it's it's really important, I think, anybody who does what we do uh, to be responsible and to be respectful and passionate, but never rude, uh, because we're smarter than they are. We're right. And um, and and that's what God put us here to do, isn't it? Yeah, I, I love you are always respectful. I mean, many times very, very pointed and. um and it was always funny. I'd watch your videos. They were the ones that would blow their top. They were the ones that would lose their cool. And you were just, it was like almost like Chinese water torture. And you yeah. were just calmly, consistently, and sometimes <laughs> um, respectfully mocking, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the way yeah. you would say stuff. Um, I'll give you an example. Get under their skin, but very, very, very uh, sweet. This this is a good one. So, so one of them, a, a city manager, <laughs> the things they do, uh, awarded his, they, they awarded the city manager's girlfriend uh, a contract uh, to do a study, right? Uh, which I would always call when I would go up there, I'd say, you know, the, the, the Fakakta study that you have, uh, and, and just little words like that, just the white rage just immediately, you know, if I was playing <laughs> poker with them, they're on tilt right away. But um, one time I went up and I'd always say, you know, Mr. Mayor, uh, city council, and but this time I went up after they did that and I said, uh, Mr. Mayor, uh, city council, uh, boyfriends, uh, girlfriends. <laughs> and um, well, it, knocks, it, and it knocks them <laughs> off their guard. So you already won. You 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 won from the get go. I, I feel like alfalfa with my hair like that. But, uh, yeah, it, you know, because I'll tell you this, too. Uh, when you do, you know, I'm not j just a, a citizen. Um, going to the meetings uh, that has another job, you know, this is what I do, right? So as a media a personality, um, I am a big believer 
that if we're going to teach like you do uh, the principles of liberty, if we're going to stand up and if we're going to tell the story, uh, honestly, the, that the press won't tell doing watchdog journalism, it's my belief that we should also entertain. And, and that doesn't mean that, you know, I'm a professional entertainer. God knows I'm not. But it wasn't it entertaining when the councilman told me to kiss my foot and they just were all scream and I would be perfectly calm. That's entertaining. Uh, yeah. It's all get out. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man. And by the way, they can, you can see uh, these, uh, if you, if you go to the, my YouTube page, which isn't very, I only have like 500 followers, but it's the Bernie Thompson show spelled B U R N I E. If you go to that page and you scroll down the videos, you will see me standing and talking to these corrupt city councilmen and mayors. And you will not believe you will not believe your eyes. Oh man. It's, you know, I, I don't, I don't want you to say more than you can say, but uh, I think we could say you had some influence on some very big, I mean, break the door, blow the doors off happenings over there. The FBI rolled into town and all sorts of corruption um, was exposed. It's amazing. Um, they would they would call me and remember the local news outlets wouldn't report on the corruption when they gave the girlfriend the contract illegally and all, all of this brazen in your face corruption. When they would scream at the people and do all the things that they would do, all the news outlets were there, but they didn't report any of this because they are public private partners with the government. They get they get uh, the local governments have figured out that if they pay these local news outlets to advertise uh, tourism, say, because I live in Panama City mm -hmm. Beach, they become public-private partners and they're no longer watchdogs, but they're lap wow. dogs. So, so that's a dynamic. And, and then they decided uh, that, they would, uh, that they would try to discredit me, that they would say that I was a, a gadfly and all of these things that they would say. Well, I was asking questions that they refused to answer. Little did I know uh, that the FBI was as entertained, JC, as you were. And they, um, <laughs> I didn't know they were watching them. Well, August of last year, every single member of the council, every single member since 2016 of January, uh, have to comply with a subpoena. Now the FBI wants answers to the questions I've been asking. Now, it, it used to be you'd get a Pulitzer Prize in journalism for something yeah. like that, you know, but it was, it was very uh, vindicated. Uh, vindicating, uh, to say the least. Um, and now they will be held accountable. So when you get into sort of the, the nuts and bolts, um, what do you have to do to, to be heard at these meetings? Like, how do you, what, what time do they have these meetings? What's the process? Like, how does that work? Yeah, it, it depends on which one. So I went to a school board meeting yesterday and, um, they usually have the meetings, uh, when you're least likely to go. Mm -hmm. So the school board meeting was at 1 p.m. And, and they do that on purpose because regular working folks, it's very difficult to get there. And, and then you have fewer people uh, raising questions that they don't want to answer. So um, Panama City Beach has uh, two meetings a month, one at 9 a.m. and one at 6 p.m. They have one tomorrow and I'll be there. Um, so um, most of these places, most of these local governments have an opportunity for you to make public comments about the agenda items they're voting on and also a time for you to make general comments about anything. And um, so I just try to go and, and ask questions. But I'll tell you something that's really important. And this is a concept, uh, JC, that I know you'll appreciate. <clears throat> we hear a lot. Uh, there are 412 cities in Florida and there are 67 counties in Florida. 
And a lot of them, and we all believe that uh, we can make the biggest impact in local government. So what they do is they promote a concept known as home rule. Now, home rule uh, is in our constitution and has been in the state constitution since probably the late 1960s. And what it does is it allows each of these cities and each of these counties to regulate that which the state does not already regulate. Those things used to be called freedom. (laughs) Now they are are, uh, targets for local governments. Now, this home rule is actually um, contrary to the rule of law. Uh, the rule of law does at least two things, right? The rule of law says that the government treats everybody the same, but it also says that we should know the rules in advance so that we can plan our lives and plan our businesses. And if each of these 412 fiefdoms have different rules and laws, there's no way to do that. Mm-hmm. So home rule is a very serious problem. Here's mm-hmm. another issue. <clears throat> if the state wants to pass a new statute, what does it have to do? It only meets once a year for two or three months. And they've got to go through committees and they've got to get both houses and the Senate to vote on it. They've got to get the governor to sign it. It's a very difficult process to get a new statute passed and they only come around once a year. But local governments get together every two weeks and all they need is three people or so to vote and they can ruin your lives. They can steal your freedoms. That is how dangerous local governments are. But they're typically not sexy. You know, for I went to a Trump uh, 2016, a Trump uh, rally. There were 22,000 people there. JC, I can't get 22 people to go to a meeting. You want to make America great again? Really? You get 1% of those people to show up at a meeting and they wouldn't dare do what they do. Right, man. That's huge, brother. That's that's really huge. I was thinking uh, as you came on, you know, if, if, wow, wouldn't it be great if it, uh, Bernie had an army behind it. Like when you showed up at the meeting, wouldn't it be great to have 20 people there? You know, I was, I was even thinking you have Bernie t-shirts, you know, and this is my, this is my crew that I roll with. You know, you have your own little army. Well, you, know, you know, I'll tell you JC and you know, the story, um, I became such a problem in 2017 that they actually passed a resolution and I, the way Panama city beach is drawn out, um, I live right outside the city limits, but I, it's one of the two places in Florida where you you pay a sales tax, a city sales tax. So whether you live inside the city or, or outside the city, you, you still are a stakeholder. I lived right on the edge. I had to follow all their laws. I had to pay their, their taxes. And then they said, you can't speak anymore. We passed a resolution that unless you live within city limits, you can't speak. But the crooked mayor, Boss Hogg, Mike Pay to Play Thomas, he added in the resolution, or if you have a business in the city. Mm-hmm because he wanted to make sure his friends could talk. Guess what I did the following week? I opened an LLC called Feel the Burn Watchdog Services. And I made mugs and t-shirts and hats. So at the next meeting, people showed up with Feel the Burn Watchdog red hats that looked like Trump hats. (laughs) And I went up and spoke because I was a new business owner. I mean, no matter what they did, I was determined to tell the truth. And it takes an incredible, I mean, you've got to never give up to beat these people. Man, that's awesome. So before your before your voice goes, on, <laughs> I won't keep you too long. But um, you, I was watching the video uh, on your page. You said you you mentioned that you went to the school board recently. So they have uh, there, there's a lot of this, and we talked about this on the show uh, just a couple of days ago. You have this 
racial sensitivity training and equality training, all this uh, critical race theory and just total subversive socialist leftist uh, indoctrination going on. So uh, you uh, you discovered that was happening where you're at. And, and it looked like you you had some kind of email exchange or some communication. What was that between a parent and, and a teacher or school board? What's going on there? Well, what, what got my attention is um, they want to bring in a program uh, and teach our kids what's called the opportunity myth. And uh, the opportunity myth is put together, as you can imagine, America is an opportunity. America is a myth. It's only for white people, straight people and so on and so forth. And so I found out about this and um, I went in there and I said, listen, uh, I think you're confusing opportunity with opportunistic. Uh, America is the opportunity. And we need to teach our kids that and keep this toxic divisiveness out of our schools. Quit telling uh, minorities that they don't have a chance and tell them the truth. And the truth is because the opportunity myth uh, it asserts that uh, even if you go to school and you go to college, that your dreams may not come true. Well, welcome to the world. I said, tell them the truth. Dreams are not guarantees. And instead of teaching them this Marxist Bolshevik, what we need to teach kids is that with hard work, self-improvement and good cheer, you have a much better chance of succeeding in your dreams. But dreams take a while. And sometimes while you're planning your life, you get your teeth kicked in. Tell them the truth and quit telling them that government will make everything equal. And uh, that was about all I could say within three minutes, JC, but I'll be back if I have to. Man, I uh, I tell you, the parents ought to appreciate having a, uh, their voice represented uh, there. I, I wonder how many parents are even aware of this stuff that's going on. And, uh, you know, that's another thing we need to be plugged in. The, what you do, every really every parent, every every person there uh, that's affected by the local government should be doing this and should be at these meetings. But as you say, they make it hard for anybody to get there. Um but they, I, I know all these boards have at least one normally in the evening, uh, usually once a month at least. Uh, so there, there's typically at least one a month that folks could go to more so than some of the ones they try to have in the middle of the day. Um, hey, is our friend, our friend Tho Bishop, is he still, uh, is he still around in the area? I know he was, wasn't he heading up the local Republican Party there? He's the vice president of the. Um of the local uh, Republican party. And he also spoke about this issue. Though Bishop uh, is doing fantastic. Actually, he is identifying uh, the rhinos Republicans in name only. And I don't care so much about Republican versus Democrat. As you know, I think the biggest problem is the insiders versus the outsiders. And we're on the outside yeah. and I'll prove it to you. If you're a Democrat, um, I promise Jeb Bush has more in common with Hillary Clinton than you have in common with Hillary Clinton. And if you're a Republican, I promise you, Jeb Bush has more in common with Hillary Clinton than you have with Jeb Bush. And right. so I'm a liberty guy. And But Tho Bishop is doing a very good job identifying um, Republicans who would not stand up and uh, do what they were supposed to do in the states to at least ensure that the election was fair and so on and so forth. And um, he actually had his latest article read on the air uh, by the godfather of talk radio, Rush Limbaugh recently. Yeah, I saw that. That was awesome. I was like, hey, I know that guy. That's my He's man. doing well. Awesome. Yeah. And, and uh, he works, he still works with Mises Institute. And yes, sir. Um, so I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to reach out and see if he can pop in here and do an interview it would be great. 
proud of proud of our guy keep up the good work proud of you brother and um appreciate you being an example of of uh what we have to do to try to keep control of this thing keep it from going completely in the ditch and yeah. uh, i read a book i read a book not too long well actually it's been several years ago um saying you can be as free as you want to be and you know a lot of it had had to do with the local focus get back locally uh and you know fight for your pea patch and, and and enjoy enjoy your life and make your life enjoyable where you're at and i think we have much more power to do that than we realize and and we've become obsessed with things as you say not only that we have little control over uh but in some cases are i don't want to say don't affect us but just as an example I was listening to a preacher last night a lady that contacted him just just beside herself about the uh the election and that president trump didn't get elected the lady's homeless uh she's she was homeless the entire trump administration she was homeless in the prior previous administration and and she is absolutely apoplectic about the failure of donald trump to be reelected like lady priorities much I mean, right. it, it is that is the level of, of obsession to that yeah. level. It's unbelievable. And I find so many people uh, that they might not be homeless, but there are so much more consequential things happening in their life and things that they could do to affect their lives for the better. Uh, yet they're distracted on on things that, you know, are way above their pay grade. Yeah. JC, three things. First of all what you and Chris Ann are doing is amazing. And, and we are friends and I respect you both so much. I consider her the greatest constitutional scholar in America and you, I call the great Liberty pastor and um, big salute for what you guys do. It's not what you do. It's what you are, by the way. And, and that's a, a big difference. Number two, just because we can't save these United States, just because we personally cannot do it ourselves and we might lose does not abdicate us from doing all we can. That's what God put us here for. And number three, um, there is an incredible PSYOPs campaign going on right now. 90% uh, of the media outlets have been acquired by six companies. And then you've got Amazon's Jeff Bezos that owns the Washington Post and is eyeing CNN. The PSYOPs going on right now is unbelievable. It's hard to tell what's real and what's not real. Um, so what they do is they get us trifling and they get us caught up in the thick of thin things. And we start spending all of our time arguing about bathrooms and it's worth arguing about. But while we're doing that, they're talking about amnesty for 11 million illegal immigrants. They're going back into Syria. They're calling us domestic terrorists and using surveillance on us. So while they have us trifling over those things that they know get us, that antagonize us, we've got to remember a sense of proportion and that's super important for all of us. And then I guess the last thing is what you touched on. And that is to remember that even when the Greeks were losing their era, you, they, uh, the philosophers, a lot of the philosophers remembered to appreciate beauty. Every day I take a, I find something beautiful with my, with the cameras that we carry around as phones now. Take a picture of something beautiful. Uh, listen to a beautiful song. Um, hold your daughters a little bit longer. Do not forget the beauty of life while we make this, uh, while we do all we can.
Amen. Well, I'll tell you a secret. God will take care of his people. And uh, so uh, that's something I, I believe, you know, we're, we're this isn't church, but um, fact of the matter is I've seen what God has done in the midst of his people um, in, in, in all this mess that's been going on. And um, I tell you, if, if there, if there was ever a time that folks needed to be connected uh, with a life of faith, the time is now. And uh, you know, that'll keep you grounded and keep you um, keep your joy intact and uh, keep you from having a nervous breakdown uh, or, or a shootout. So I'm, uh, I, I really, really hope and pray that people will, uh, will focus on their faith life. Once again, stop looking for, uh, you know, all these, all these saviors in political positions, but we through the power of God need to be uh, our own army. So, and I believe we can do it. Well, and, and you know, JC, in this age of rage over reason, which is where we are, the age of rage over reason, we know now how important it is for us to be reasoned, yep. reasonable, uh, not to give uh, them an opportunity to point out a few who break the law and condemn all of us in the same bucket. Uh, that does not include us. Uh, yep. So let's be reasoned. And because, as I say, we're smarter than they are, we're cooler than they are, and we're right. So let's know that and let's do the best we can. Amen. Bernie Thompson of the Bernie Thompson Show. Uh, make sure you go and, and follow the Bernie Thompson Show at Bernie Thompson Show on Facebook. Uh, Bernie, you on? are you on Twitter and uh, uh I'm any a, other kind of stuff, Instagram yeah, or what? You know, I, I, like most people, uh, first of all, I'm not doing Twitter right now. I'm still on just to, you know, you got to be able to watch what's going on, right? But exactly. <clears throat> most of my stuff is on Facebook. But I, like everybody else, uh, I'm looking for the great migration. And yeah. as social media sites sort themselves out, you know, I'm looking at MeWe. I'm looking at uh, uh, other options. So right now, Facebook's the best way to find me. Yeah. Awesome. Bernie, we appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming on and uh, we'll uh, we'll stay in touch and everybody make sure you go and, and follow uh, Bernie. Keep track of that. Check out the YouTube channel, some of the entertaining videos. And, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, I find a lot of a lot of practical tips and ideas just just watching what you do. And uh, so I think it's very helpful for people where we are now. So we appreciate you, brother. Take it easy, man. We will see you next time. Catch you on the flip side. God bless yes, you. God bless you. All right. That was Bernie Thompson. Uh, our friend, Bernie Thompson, the journalist, the former, uh, captain U S air force, my friend, um, basketball player, extraordinaire Patriot. And, uh, so you guys really should check him out, follow him, keep track. Uh, I believe he's still on the on a local radio there uh, as well. I forgot to I forgot to ask that uh, for him to remind me. But if you're in that uh, in that area, Panama City Beach area, uh, he's not hard to find. But this guy should have a national following, you know, not just folks in Panama City Beach or that area. But this uh, Bernie is a, Bernie is an extraordinary uh, talk show host, extraordinary journalist extraordinary patriot 
And um, I mean, I, I listen to his show as often as I can. And many times I much rather, I, I, I enjoy his show uh, more than many of the national shows. And, and I think he does a, he does a better job. There's a certain guy on the radio that also has a show on Fox. I think Bernie beats him, you know, hands down. I don't know how that guy has as big a following he does. And I think, I think Fox should boot that guy and put Bernie, put Bernie in his, his place. So check him out. Um, and, uh, watch what he's doing. This is what we're talking about guys, uh, uh, plugging in locally and engaging locally. Um, the, the States are supposed to be that backstop to check on the federal government. That's how, so we have to, we have to try to get control as much as we can back in our States, uh, we're in an okay position in Florida, but it's not what everybody thinks it is. I mean, we got a lot of deep state establishment type Republicans, big money Republicans. Everybody thinks, you know, oh, it's Republican. Florida is super conservative. You know, they have the best governor. Uh, and I, I appreciate everything that our, our governor has done. I mean, he doesn't have the power to uh, to do a lot of stuff, um, but he he's used his bully pulpit very well. Uh, during the midst of this. And so I, I do appreciate the governor that we have and, uh, and a lot of folks, one of the best guys, Mike Hill, another friend of ours, they ran him out because he was too focused on Liberty. So, you know, we have, we have problems here. The Rick Scott won by 1% in, in both of his races. And then this one was equally as close. So we've, we've been on a razor uh, thin margin in Florida for the longest time. So even the state government is is very precarious in uh, in in Florida, and you have this home rule issue. So to the extent that uh, the, the municipalities just run around unaccountable, doing whatever they want to do, however they want to do it, uh, because of the home rule home rule type setup, which you have in numerous states, um, you know that that could be home rule can be good if the people are engaged, right? It can be good locally for you locally if you're plugged in, but then can be very dangerous because you have everybody doing whatever they want all over the state. And, and if you're not plugged in, as Bernie said, you, you got basically three people running your life. And I mean, this is what's mind boggling to me. And and in the core of the problem, the, the, the core of why we are where we are uh, is we have county after county. I think it's what 67 or some odd counties in Florida. And think, think about that where you have all these county commissions and boards where it's three, four people running that. Uh, I don't know what's, what's uh, 60 times four. I'm not a math major. So 200 and some odd people basically running the lives of 14 million people in a state. I mean, it's insanity. So we're, we're so un, you know, unplugged and detached and not involved in our local governments. And by the way, you have no business uh, or not a lot of business complaining about what's going on at the federal level when we would allow three people to run the lives of 60,000 people in a county or uh, 4 million people in a county because we're so detached and unplugged. So this, this is where it's at. I mean, I, you know, is this going to save America? No, but it can affect your life in the immediate. You'd be shocked at what a good life you can have and how what your community could enjoy uh, and, and build sort of a stronger base where you're at while you fight these higher level issues if we would just 
plug in. And uh, it is it is an epidemic. It's so sad. The extent to which we are detached is mind boggling. It is absolutely mind boggling at how how few what a what a small number of people control the entire population. And it's not because these people are superhuman. It's because we have left them to their own devices and allowed them to do whatever they want to do for, for decades, for decades, decades, decades. People want to talk about the voting machines and stealing the vote and all this sort of thing. These are symptoms, guys. Dominion's not the root of the problem. It's a symptom. How did how how if 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 dominion is a problem, how did it get that way? If if the stolen vote is a it's a problem, how did it get that way? If, if, if Democrats taken over all of these places, how did it get that way? These, these are symptoms of our de detachment, of our withdrawal. So appreciate appreciate Bernie as an example of showing us the way. And, you know, you can make a difference. You can make a difference where you are, where you live. I mean, do that first. Do that. Do that. And then and then maybe we snowball into into these higher level issues. If we build these armies locally, you know, and, and by army, I mean groups of engaged citizens, not, you know, we're not talking violence here. So, I mean, you imagine you build a population of engaged citizens in every county, in every city in the country. Start where you are. Do what you can where you are. And you, maybe you don't know how that's going to snowball and help you hit, you know, help you hit these uh, these brick walls and knock them over. Make a difference. So, hope you guys enjoy the interview. I am, uh, we're going to cut a little bit short today for this hour and i'm gonna go to church so you guys enjoy appreciate appreciate you being here hope you enjoyed our our talk with our good friend bernie thompson uh one of my heroes and uh i'm gonna try to put out a call with tho bishop and get him in here i think that'd be a good talk doing good things as well smart guy super smart guy so appreciate it guys have a good rest of your evening Love each other. Be good. Stand where you are. Do what you can, where you can, while you can. God bless. I'm out.